The information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not contain or constitute and should not be interpreted as any form of medical advice or opinion. You should always seek the advice of your healthcare provider about any questions or concerns that you may have. Hello everyone, my name is Juliana Aiken. I'm the host of the Unfiltered podcast and a co-founder of Unfiltered. Today I'm interviewing Luciana Gerard. She's a registered counselor and narcissistic abuse specialist, and she will guide us through all the steps necessary to emotionally detach from a narcissist. Drawing from her personal experience of narcissistic abuse in relationships with parents, siblings, partners, and friends, along with her extensive study of academic research on narcissism, she is well equipped to help us navigate this journey of emotional detachment. In step one of this series, we focused on understanding what we seek in relationships with narcissists and how we can fulfill these needs ourselves. In step two, we explored the signs of a narcissist. In step three, we learned about the trauma triangle and how it manifests in interactions with a narcissistic individual. In step four, we discussed the difficult task of accepting that we cannot change the narcissistic individual. Today, we will dive into how to build ourselves back up together with the previous and forthcoming steps. This fifth step will better equip us to emotionally detach from individuals displaying narcissistic traits. Let's get started. Hi, Luciana. Thank you for joining me today again. And it's nice to have you in this uh, podcast episode. Hello. Nice to be back. Thank you for having me back again. Great, great. And today we are going to cover step five of our series, how to emotionally detach from the narcissist. Can you, Luciana, tell us what is this step five about? Mm -hmm. So this part is about just building yourself up. Because I think often when we've just come out of a narcissistic relationship, we are just the shell. We're just a shell of somebody who we used to be. Um, so we have low confidence, um, we're just a bit confused and, a, you know, often quite traumatized. So today is all about, I've just put 20 points here um, that can help us just to try and rebuild ourselves, um, basically. So it's difficult to do, you know, but um, yeah, they're, these are just little things just to build, build us back up again so that we can go on and face face the next hurdle. <laughs> great, great. Yeah. So I've got 20 points here. I don't well, I'll just whip through them all. So number one, which could be a whole episode in itself, um, is reparenting yourself. Um, so, you know, we can, um, if we haven't had supportful parents, for example, um, we can maybe go back in our minds, um, you know, and Go back. So think about yourself. What did you need when you were, you know, four, five, six? What did you really need at that point? Um, so maybe you would have, you know, I don't know. You might have needed a big hug, and perhaps your your mum, for example, wasn't good at giving hugs. So you can maybe go back in your mind and just give yourself as a grown up. So grown up you is going back to little four year old you, and just give yourself a big hug. It sounds crazy and bonkers, but it does work. It really does work. Just to go back and get, just, you know, ask yourself, what do you need just now? And children know, you know what you needed then. So just, you know, if you needed a hug or 
stroking the hair, whatever you needed, just give that to yourself. So, yeah, and then if you want to not go back into the past, you stay in the present. So, you know, parenting yourself now, perhaps again, you didn't have enough praise or encouragement. So give yourself praise now. So when you do something, maybe, you know, you're so exhausted and fed up, you can't get out of bed in the morning. So when you get into the, you know, when you get out of bed, praise yourself. Oh gosh, well done. You've actually made it out of bed. That's a struggle for a lot of people. Um, you know, congratulate yourself that you're in the shower. Um, just, I know it sounds silly to some people, but these basic things, just praise yourself because really you probably haven't had enough praise in your life. So, but you deserve a lot of praise. You know, we're all doing our best. So if you can just, it's just having that little praiseful sort of voice in your head rather than that critical, oh, you should have done this and oh, you're bad at that. It's trying to just change that little voice into a, a praising, positive, encouraging, yeah, you can do it sort of voice instead. So, okay, shall I continue on? Yes, please. Uh, that was okay. a good point. Uh, so number two is, a, is about affirmations and quotes and just just little sentences or phrases that make you feel good. It doesn't matter where you got it from or who wrote it, just whatever you think. Oh, that's a nice thing. Something that makes you feel good, um, something that you can just read over and over and over to yourself because um, slowly it does go in. <laughs> It just takes a bit of repetition, you know. They always say about affirmations, they always say, you know, put it on your mirror and stuff um, or on your walls. Um, and yeah, just try and read it as often, you know, every time you go to the mirror, read it then. I don't know. So it's just, it's repetition, repetition, and slowly it does go in. Mm. Can I ask a personal question? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have your own you know, favorite affirmation or a sentence that you like to read to yourself? Mm -hmm. What did I have? Hmm. What did I have? I think I had like things like, um, uh, what? Just things that, you know, like you are lovely as you are. Um, you know, you don't need to change kind of thing. So you're lovely as you are. Um, or you look nice today. Um, uh, what else? Just, yeah, just those kind of, um, just positive things. It would have to be individual to every person as mm. to what sort of things that they struggle with, you know. Um, so so people who think that they're, they you know, that they've been uh, sort of raised to think that they're stupid or, you know, you can't pass anything or whatever you can then you know have an affirmation you are clever um or you know you did pass this test or i don't know um some achievement that you've done you did do this you know and whenever on friday um just little things so but it has to be yeah uh, i can't even give examples really because it depends on what you need for yourself you know mm. So I certainly, I did go through a phase and I had them everywhere, you know, all over <laughs> my walls and stuff. And then I was getting to the stage of, I was like sick of it because it was like messy to me. So I was like, oh, I've had enough of that. 
But I did last for about, I think it was like over a year that I had them on the walls in different places. And believe it or not, that's why I'm saying it did go into my bones. Mm. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so now you you don't have to like do it anymore because you... No. Yeah. Because, yeah, it did did go in. I mean, I suppose I have, that's not true. I have over the years, I have had a few extra weeks of having Mm. something on the wall, you know. But I suppose, yeah, I did leave them on the wall for over a year. So hopefully it really did go into my bones. (laughs) I felt like it had at the time, (laughs) you know. (laughs) It's just, it's sort of just making yourself read it, even though you know it, it's just making yourself do it. Okay, so number three is surrounding yourself with lovely people. This is really important uh, because many of us, again, if we have a narcissistic partner, we often find, um, or we've come from a narcissistic family, we often find that even our friends are quite narcissistic too. Um, so and again, you're often aware of this. If you, I always say, you know, if I leave somebody and I feel drained, that to me is a huge red flag that they are quite narcissistic because if you ha- if you're with a good friend who's not narcissistic then you feel oh, you both um sort of help one another to get higher and mm-hmm. raise your energy don't you mm-hmm. yeah. um so if I, yeah if i feel good when i walk away from somebody i think oh that's good you know but if i'm like oh, oh drained that's like a vampire to me so no yeah <laughs> Just especially when you're fragile, if you've just left a relationship, just stay with good people who are not going to pull you down. You know, just stick with, even if you just have one person who's, you know, not narcissistic, just stay with them. Um, It's very important to not get, you know, your energy sucked out of you anymore. Yeah. Um, Okay, so number four, this is just treating yourself nicely. So have a nice bath, you know, get the nice bubble bath in, then do some yoga, some relaxing, which people don't do anymore. We need to <laughs> relax, just sit and do nothing. Don't, you know, switch off the computer, switch off TV, switch off all your devices, just sit and do nothing. Because that actually feels nice when we do that. <laughs> Once we get over the oh, panic, panic, I'm bored, what am I going to do? And oh gosh, I'm really bored, this is awful. And all of that. <laughs> if you can just make yourself sit down calmly and breathe, of course, um, and then sort of focus, almost like focusing on your physical body. How does it feel? How does my leg feel? How do my arms feel? Oh yes, how does my torso feel? And actually just calming it down. Um, yes, and then once you are sort of calm enough, then you discover that it actually feels quite nice. Gosh, my body feels nice. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know if it's the energy inside it or something inside it. You can, it's almost like a vibration, like a zzzz. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me like, oh, Lucian, you've gone mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking at you because of that. I think I'm, I just, I'm just confused because I feel like I'm ha- having a really hard time doing that. Like, because I'm the type of person who is, but that that is what I should do more that, because what I was actually thinking that when you describe that relaxation is kind of 
sometimes taking a moment in your day that you just uh, tune into the present moment and into your body and your thoughts and kind of check in with yourself and uh, not that you are all the time, you know, in this constant hurry and actually maybe not even in the present moment. But uh, yeah, that's why maybe it was, it just was no to myself in my mind that, okay, Juliana, maybe you should also try to, you know, get in touch with yourself more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I'm the same. I'm saying this now, but I don't do it myself. In fact, I did do this morning when I was reading over this. I did do it this morning and I actually sat. So mm. I turned off everything and just sat and just to remember, oh yeah, it does, it does feel nice just to not do anything you have to allow time so you can't do it if you're waiting for somebody to phone or you know yeah um, but if you can just give yourself um, however long you can um and just to completely relax your whole body even mm -hmm. do the old body scan you know where you start from your toes and relax your toes then go to your ankles relax your ankles move up your legs except just move all the way up relaxing each part Mm. Um, so that you're completely relaxed and then that's your sort of system relaxed and then you can feel oh yes it feels nice inside yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. calming your nervous system exactly. taking care of that too exactly because that's what it needs it needs calm with all yeah. the you know the alarms and stuff that's going off all the time mm. you know? And and since you have been, if you have been in narcissistic relationship, your nervous system is most likely in a constant, you know, flight or in a trauma response mode, or it just it just like activated in a in a way that is harmful to you. A lot of cortisol, and you know, you are stressed stressed all the time, and always ready to, you know. Uh, fight for your life basically yes, <laughs> so it takes yeah. a long time that even if you are out to calm your nervous system back to a normal state like even if like i said that the narcissist is might might not anymore be in your life yeah yeah exactly that and that is why um, like you say because we have come out of this relationship for example and our nervous system is completely shot so we are on that high alert high vigilance oh, i'm in danger all the time yeah. so you know like i say if you're watching tv if you're watching some police investigation or murder something horrible on tv that's not going to help your system <laughs> calm down you're still keeping it going you mm -hmm. have to literally turn off all the technological stuff turn it all off and just be you know and it will take a bit of practice if you really have just come out of that and your nervous system is in that activated <gasps> stressed state it'll take a while for you to relax your body mm. but once you can do that once you can relax it relax all your muscles relax the whole system then with time you'll feel that nice buzzy bit inside you yeah so other ways you can treat yourself nicely is going out into nature um, you know, whether it's in green grass or forests or up a hill or to water, you know, a lake, a pond, the sea, the beach, anything nature that always fills you with energy and, and life, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? So um, I've also put some a few things here as well. This is sort of treating yourself nicely, but in a healthy way to sort of nourish yourself 
So I've written down here, eat, eating nutritious, good food. So proper, real, not processed rubbish that you mm. buy in the supermarkets. Proper, real, like a real organic apple that hasn't got any pesticides sprayed all over it, that hasn't been, you know, um, what's it called, genetically modified in any way. It's just a natural, healthy, normal, <laughs> from the earth, an apple. And it tastes really good. Um, but all of these, you know, real foods are absolutely packed with the nutrition that we need. Um, and just eating a clean diet, that will also help us to feel good from the inside. Because yeah. once our cells are sort of replenished with everything, then, oh, yeah, we feel good. We feel that healthy good, you know. So um, people often go, oh, you know, I'm not going to buy organic because it's too expensive, which is true. It is too expensive. However, it's worth it if you can um, just to get some proper, real good food because that really will nourish your whole body and that will calm you down and keep you going, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, and just, uh, you know, do your own research. Do your own research on where to get good food and do your own research on all the toxic stuff that's around us. You know, even our deodorants there, you know, they've got aluminium in them, which is really bad and toxic for us. And the soaps that we use, they're often full of rubbish as well. And even our makeup and stuff, hairspray, of course, we all know. Just normal things that we use on a day-to-day basis, they're so poisonous. So if you can do your own research and just find out what's in what, it means reading the ingredients of some things, which is a bit of a pain. Um, But there's so much toxicity that we're getting from these normal things. Mm. Um, but that can have a huge effect on how we feel too so once we clear that out we feel even better again mm. you know? so a lot of us are doing this without even realizing yeah. <laughs> you know you would never dream that there's like such toxic stuff in soap would you <laughs> you know so yeah we've got to yeah. start doing our soaps ourselves <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> how to make soap <laughs> my next google search <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah uh, yeah i'll just leave the, the the listeners to go and research that themselves <laughs> it's it's worth doing because that really does you know it's it's just another way of it's also showing respect for your own body and yeah. treating it well rather than giving it more poisonous stuff to try and uh, process you know so, yeah yeah so okay so number five is putting on your favorite music um, because music releases the, the nice dopamine and the reward system again. It makes us feel good. Have a bit of a dance if you like that. Just feel, It's just a feel good thing. Most of us, I think, love music. Um, mm. So you can certainly, you know, I remember um, in the, in, you know, when I was younger, um, I used to listen to some music and I remember it was it was always really sad to begin with and that would be I would have a good cry over that and um, then there was an angry bit so I'd get all angry with the music and then of course the bit at the end was all nice and happy and way <laughs> that was like I didn't realize then that was my therapy session even then <laughs> oh, yeah. so I was getting rid of my sadness my anger and then oh we're back to being good again <laughs> Yeah, so it's the perfect way of just expressing yourself, I suppose. Yeah. 
It's <laughs> great. Um, okay, number six is looking for the positives. So if you've been through some past traumas or narcissistic abuse, um, there's actually, we're always very good at, you know, blaming what's happened and oh gosh, poor me. And we can tend to get stuck in being victim. Um, but I suppose once we've done enough work on it, then we realize, gosh, there's actually been some good that's come out of this. For example, I am so strong now. So if anybody comes to, you know, if a narcissistic person comes to me now, hopefully I am strong enough to see, oh no, stay away from this person or just protect myself. I have more strength in myself because I've been through it. I know what the game is. I'm not playing that game anymore. You know, um, maybe we feel a bit more confident because we've managed to survive all this time. Mm -hmm. um, we've got through some really hard stuff, but we've managed. So that in itself, we think, oh, wow, I did that. I made it through that and I'm quite proud of myself. Yeah. yeah. Like so. re reframing the experience and memories that you have in a way that helps you in the present, because why would you anymore engage in, you know, reframing it or just, you know, thinking about it in a way that just harms you and doesn't take you forward? Exactly. That's exactly it. Reframe it all and see, oh, yeah, that was actually this been some good i always think if you've gone through something bad something good has to come out of it you know so it's almost like the bigger the bad stuff that's happened the bigger the gift of it being good in the end <laughs> mm -hmm. you know so yeah yes and of course we're free well most of us are free now from our narcissistic abuse hopefully or we're about to be free from it so that itself is really positive. Even mm. if we're just thinking, oh gosh, it's time to get out of here. Even that is absolutely fantastic because we've realized, we've awoken to what's actually going on, you know? So that's the first step, isn't it? Realizing and admitting to yourself, gosh, I'm with a narcissistic person here. I need to get out of it somehow. Mm -hmm. you know? so. Um, okay, so moving on from that then about looking for positives um, is keeping a gratitude journal. Um, just, you know, I say to start with maybe three things. Um, most people can find three things to be grateful for um, during the day. And it could be from, you know, oh gosh, the sky is lovely. <laughs> I'm looking at the sky and it's completely white today as usual. Cloudy, <laughs> <laughs> almost grey, but anyway. <laughs> gosh, the sky is blue, you know, and there's a few clouds in it or something. Um, just little things that actually, oh, that's good. These are nice positive things that I'm, I'm grateful for, you know. Mm. So the fact that we can walk, we can see um, just normal, basic things. Um, we're grateful that our body's working. Um, we're grateful for the food that we have, all of these things. If you can just be grateful for it, again, you you have a better appreciation for it. If you know, once you're grateful for it, and yeah, you appreciate it, everything. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, maybe that releases some sort of dopamine thing as well. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You you do feel like it. It is a sort of a feel good thing when you're. It is. Yeah. When you feel grateful and thankful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next research. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, 
Um, okay. So, yes. So, on from that as well. Noticing, this is number eight now. Noticing the positives about yourself. Um, and this is, for most of us just find this horrific to do, but it's good to do, it's worth it. Um, so looking at your, you know, your personal attributes um, that you like about yourself. So maybe start with physical, what do you like about yourself? Most of us don't like how we look, but normally most of us, we kind of like our eyes or, you know, our fingers, I don't know, something. Just find something that you like about yourself physically. Um, and then you can go on to your personality, you know, oh, I like that I'm a good laugh or, um, you know, I'm kind, I'm caring, um, I'm helpful to people, you know. Okay, so number nine then is having respect for yourself. Um, so, yeah, like I said before, you've, you've survived all this narcissistic abuse or what other horrors you have survived. So you must have been doing something right to survive all of this time. So you need to sort of give yourself respect for that, that you've survived all of what you've been through, you know, because it takes a lot um, just to keep going. Sometimes it's difficult to get through a battle, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we need to give ourselves a break and have respect for ourselves because we're doing a good job, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, okay, number 10 is recognizing that you are unique and of value this is like um was that a book or a film i can't remember the butterfly effect butterfly Wait, the butterfly effect ah i think my this is from years ago i can't remember it now but basically my understanding was that something that can happen for example in the uk can a butterfly you know um flapping its wings that that can have an effect it can go around the world to you know australia or whatever um, mm -hmm. and it can have an effect over there um so even the tiniest thing like a butterfly flapping its wings so this is these are things like you know um being nice to an old person for example in a care home and um, if you're nice to them you brighten up their. if you go and visit them you brighten up their whole day they then go and speak to their other friends there, mm. that brightens up their days. They speak to their families, that brightens up families' days. And so it goes on all around the world. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, now you I know. get it. Yeah. Um, the same with helping somebody homeless, just helping anybody really. Um, because if you just are nice and helpful to somebody else, then they go and they, it makes them have a nice day. And yeah, the butterfly effect, I think it's called. Um, so yes, again, it's just re it's about recognizing that you are of value. You might not be buying something for anybody or doing something amazing, but just in a small little thing that you do of kindness, really, um, that can have a huge effect across the whole world. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. Uh, okay. Number 11 is, do you have any skills and talents? So maybe you're, you know, you've always been quite good at music or art, or you have some hobbies or interests, just something that you enjoy and you're good at. And, you know, yeah, most of us are good at something. It doesn't have to be that you're you know, the, the next, whatever, the greatest composer or the best artist, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, just something that you enjoy. Um, okay. 
So number 12 is gathering evidence that you are good or nice or smart or lovable or socially acceptable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this takes me to the law of attraction. So again, it's a similar kind of thing to the butterfly thing before. Um, if you go out and are, are nice to somebody, then the chances are they're going to be nice to you back. Mm -hmm. you know, if you go out and are horrible, you're going to attract horrible back. So it is, it's about being aware again of your energy and what you're giving off because you often attract what well, you will attract the exact same back. So, <laughs> yeah. So yes, and ga by gathering evidence, I'm, I suppose I mean just being aware that that's happened. Be mm -hmm. aware that you were nice to whoever and they were nice back and just be aware of it, you know? So, yeah. Um, okay, number 13 is you can join a new course, a new activity, a new class, just to prove to yourself that you can, that you're free, that you can do it, and that you're, you know, um, uh, what, that you're smart enough to do something new, you know, you, you are capable of learning something, um, you're capable of starting something new, trying, even if it's a complete disaster, it doesn't matter, you've tried. Mm -hmm. So it's about proving how strong you are in yourself, really. So it does take some courage to go and start something new. So yeah. go along and try and, yeah, show yourself that you can do it. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so number 14 um, is what do you want for yourself? So do you want to be a nicer person? Do you want to be fitter? Do you want to be happier? Most of us, I think, want to be happier. Um, that's kind of the most <laughs> wanted thing, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so, But of course, a lot of people don't even know what they want because they get so confused and they don't even know anymore who they are. Yeah. So just have a little think about what you want, what you want to improve in yourself, what you just what you want out of life. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, oh yes, and leading on from that then is, do you need to give yourself permission? So I remember thinking, oh, but I don't deserve anything better than this. Um, so you need to maybe go back and say, well, actually I do deserve it because I'm a human being like everybody else. So I do deserve to be happy the same as everybody else. You know, a lot of us, if we've been so squashed we really don't think that we deserve anything. We don't deserve to be happy. We don't deserve to be free, um, you know? So it's about it's about giving yourself permission and allowing myself, oh no, I'm allowing myself. Yes, I can, mm. I can, um, you know, be free and happy. <laughs> okay, uh, number 16 then. Um, is asking yourself, is there anything else that you're holding that's holding you back? So are you still um, being conditioned by old beliefs or thoughts, maybe from old parenting stuff or teachers? Um, did somebody way back when you were six tell you that you're never going to amount to anything? Um, are you still believing that? Is that holding you back? Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's going back to the the things that you were taught in the early days um, and then trying to, yeah, once you find them, it's easier then to flick them out. <laughs> yeah. the, the difficult part is finding them, you know. 
So I suppose it's going back into your thoughts and why am I scared? You know, why am I scared to start this new course? Well, what, you know, I haven't got any confidence. I'm scared about this happening and just work your way back. And maybe at the end of that, you'll get to, you know, that somebody somewhere said, no, you'll never manage to do that. Mm -hmm. So and once you've got that, then you can just ping it out because it doesn't apply. It never did. You know. Okay, number 17. This is just writing a list of all your achievements. And I don't necessarily mean think, you know, that you've passed this test or done this. I mean things that you've achieved and um, that have made you feel good. Maybe things that you've had to really, really try hard for. So you've had to put in a lot of work, a lot of effort too. So it's meant a lot to you. Um, even if nobody else understands the amount of work that, that you've had to put in, it doesn't matter because you've achieved it, you know. So I was I was scared of water for a lot of my life. And then, you know, when I was, I don't know how old I was, I was quite old by then. <laughs> and I thought, right, this is it. I'm going to face this fear. And I learned to swim. So that mm. took me a lot of courage and, you know, facing all of my darkest stuff. Um, but my hey, that's one of the best achievements of my life. <laughs> you know, that was a big fear. So any of these, if you're, you know, if you have fear of anything, that would be a, a great place. It's scary, but once you've done it, my heck, that's the best achievement you can ever wish for. You know, so um, yeah. So just write a list of everything that you've achieved, no matter how silly or small it is. Just write it down. You'll be amazed. You know. Okay, I've only got a few left now. So number 18 then is uh, listing the nice things that you've done for others. So have you helped, you know, old people? I don't know why I'm going back to old people again. Have you helped them? Have you been nice to somebody? Have you helped somebody on the street? Um, just again, how have you affected other people? Um, mm. You know, because, that, because you're helping somebody else, that makes us feel good. So... We're not helping so that we do feel good. We're helping just genuinely because they needed help. Yeah. Uh, but it does make us feel good too. Um, okay. Number 19 is listing your human qualities. What do I mean by that? So this is like, what's the difference between a robot and a human being? <laughs> mm. So things like our emotions. So we, we are human beings, we have emotions. They're not all pleasant, but we have all these emotions. So really, really just feel those emotions and, and don't try to hide them or avoid them or distract you with something else and pretend it's not there. We don't want to suppress them all. Just be with your feelings and enjoy them. You know, that yes, I'm feeling really sad today. So just how does that sadness feel, you know? And just sit with it as long as you can because you're a human being and it's okay to feel sad it's not the best thing in life no it's not but it's not gonna kill us it's fine you know feel it and be with it um so yeah i say it the same with anger sadness um i don't know all of these different emotions happiness of course is what we all want um just any emotion just go with it try not to um, push it down trying to just be with it you know even if it might sometimes take us a while to work out what am I feeling 
you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't quite know how I'm feeling. <laughs> I know mm. that something's going on, but I'm not quite sure what it is. You know, just sit with that feeling, whatever it is, and try and work it out. You know, you'll get there in the end. You know. So, okay. So, yeah, one other thing as well that makes us different from robots mm. um, is making mistakes. <laughs> So, you know, human beings, we make mistakes and that's okay. So if we can list, you know, these, just these human qualities that make us human. I was feeling really sad. I was feeling really angry. I dropped whatever. I broke something. I didn't do that properly, whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> these are things that make us human beings and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. So the final one, number 20, is this is back to love again, which is ultimately what we're all searching for when we might be embarking on a narcissistic relationship, is finding the love inside yourself, which is what I think I might have been talking about when I was talking earlier about the buzzy feeling inside once mm -hmm. we calm our system and feel that buzziness. I don't know if that is the same, actually. It's something similar. Um, so finding that love within ourselves and once we find that love in ourselves then we can emanate that to other people and that then it sort of um, makes it even stronger so the difficult part for most of us is finding that love in the first place so again it just takes sitting still turning everything off and um, sitting still relaxing your system and then just try and find that that love that we all have in us but we're so caught up in all the dramas and excitement and the fears and everything else that we can't find it um so i sometimes say to clients to to think about um if they can't find it if they can think about somebody who they do love in their life so people think about their children or the dog or the cat um, or a friend, somebody who you really love and just concentrate on how that feels inside you. Um, and then people usually, oh yeah, I feel this. And then they realize, gosh, this is me loving them, but it's it's me emanating this feeling. Mm. You know, the love comes from within us. We've been sort of trained to, oh, I must go and find love because it doesn't belong in here, it belongs to somebody else. So I'm going to go and find that love in a different place external to me. No, no, the mm. love is inside you. It's inside us. So if we find that, then we don't need anything. We've found our, our love inside us. <laughs> that's beautifully said. Yes, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's number 20. That, you know, the final bit, we don't need to find... Um, anyone else to give us love because we already have it inside ourselves so that's yeah that's the best thing of all isn't it mm. yeah. <laughs> you know? so that's my 20 <laughs> thank you so <laughs> much again oh, so thank you today all these 20 uh, steps related to that question how to build yourself up and well the all these 20 things are uh all these things are actually things that you can start doing today so thank you for giving such practical steps and uh yeah if you 
like uh, you can also for example think that okay i'm going to focus on one step this week and maybe next week try something else and not immediately try to implement all 20 yeah Definitely right <laughs> yeah and maybe some listeners have some ideas of of themselves maybe mm -hmm. they would like to comment or you know i don't know if they can email you and just yeah, think some of the things that they do to build themselves up Mm, mm. or just use this episode as an inspiration you can create your own list whatever it looks like for you your own 10 steps or 20 steps or what i don't doesn't matter how many steps <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be great yes yeah okay so i i want to thank everyone for listening and thank you luciana so much again for coming to this episode and uh, creating the outline of 20 steps how to build yourself up which is part of the series how to emotionally detach from the narcissist and can you maybe quickly uh, like explain how building yourself up helps you to de emotionally detach from the narcissist how does it help us to detach from the narcissist um well it's just it's down to self-confidence isn't it um, having the confidence to stand your ground um, and um, yeah because when you if you don't have self-confidence or worth or value in yourself self-worth self-value then that can make us feel that we need to depend on somebody because we need we can't survive on our own Mm. So that we have that neediness uh, that somebody else needs to look after us so that can keep us into a relationship that probably isn't if it's not healthy but we're sort of stuck because we're too scared to leave mm. um, so if we feel in ourselves that we're you know we're able to do things we're remembering things that we've done before that we've achieved that's all reminders that yes we can do it we can survive we've survived all this time um so we are strong enough to cope on our own yeah and, you know it just yeah hopefully it will help us um yeah just not to be so needy mm. yeah okay yeah makes sense makes sense so uh thank you and uh i hope that yeah i hope that this episode was helpful for anyone listening and yeah Thank you once again, Luciana, for coming and uh, I'm excited to see you on the next episodes of this series. Yes, thank you very much for having me again. <laughs> thank you. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and share the episode with your friends and family. Have a wonderful rest of your day and see you in the next episode.